to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. I am, of course, here with the one, the only, Henry Evans. Hello, doctor. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're killing me. Um, I am doing great, Henry, and it's terrific to have you here Good to be on here. another Good to be here. Mind Bullet episode. Today, my friend... We got a big top. <laughs> this is a game changer. I think this is going to change well, some lives. Well, I'm glad this you think so. Uh, I'm glad you think so. All right. So what what I'd like to chat about is we can attack it from one way or the other. So it's either about being stuck <laughs> or breaking through, and really it's one in the same. One in the same. Um, yeah. I I'll share a little story. Those who've read. The Habit Factor recognizes this as the Catalina Classic paddleboarding story. But the root of this, and I touch on it also in the, the TEDx talk, is at 35, I had a bit of an existential crisis. It wasn't, it was just this weird feeling like I wasn't tapping into my full potential. I don't want to get too dramatic here but it but it was really it was a bit depressing of a space i was about 35 and um even though the company was doing fairly well we had about 20-ish employees i i was in this weird you know malaise if you will so i set out so i and i consider that being stuck i look back and i was just stuck i didn't so I set a, well, what I realized I needed to do was a bucket list exercise. And how did you realize that? Cause that's big. <laughs> I, I was, I, the question I asked, this is how I realized it. I said, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. I, 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 I now remember I said, if you were, you, me, I'm talking to myself. If you were going to die tomorrow, again, not to be too dramatic, but this is how I had to work myself up into a frenzy looking back. What would you most regret not achieving or experiencing? Mm. And <clears throat> next thing I knew, I had written down a few things. And... um the top of the list, like the first thing that came to my mind was this thing called the Catalina Classic, which is a 32-mile paddleboard race from um, Catalina Island to Manhattan Beach. The, the reason that's peculiar is I, I didn't own a paddleboard. I have never raced, you know, one mile. But it was the type of thing I saw. I grew up just outside Malibu, California, and... and I surfed quite a bit and, and I would see these images about this event and I always thought, wow, that's pretty extraordinary. Someday I'm going to do this. Someday. Someday. Right. Someday right. I'll, you know, that's what Brian Tracy calls it. Someday yep. I'll, 
which is a lonely, desolate place yes. everybody it goes is. to. Sunday so, <laughs> so that was the question I asked. And that stuckness, the breakthrough was really, that was the catalyst. It was that very question. And what I realize now is it created immense, <laughs> and I thought we were going to start with this story, it created immense pressure. And it was the pressure what was the catalyst of change. But it was the one decision you made. Great point. And, yep. and, and so how did you commit? Because I'm getting ready to do something very similar. So how did you, because it's one thing to say, yeah, you know, that would be the one thing that I would regret. I would regret not doing that. It's another thing to go onto the website or right. call them up and shell out however much right. it costs to register yep. and go online and buy a paddleboard. So there's a level of commitment there. So were you like, mm -hmm. I'm all in? Yeah, it was exactly like that. Like it was, it was this case where I had worked myself up. Apparently, you know, now that I think about it, I must, it was an emotional, it was highly emotional. It had to be because I said to myself, you're either going, like, there is no someday. I said, it's either you're committing now or forget about it. And the forget about it, which was the thing that I, I couldn't do. So I'm like, well, shit, this is, <laughs> pardon the language, this is something that favors the young. Like, at 35, I'm thinking, if you don't do it now, you're toast. Yeah, yeah, quickly. So... Next thing I knew, yeah, I'm searching on the website and I'm looking up info and and within, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, I signed up and I didn't own a board. I've never paddled in a race. And then I just pretty much panicked. <laughs> but I think but, this is this is such a that key was thing the now. decision. Right. It, it, because um, and I think it was Tony Robbins said this. Don't ever leave the sight of a goal without taking some action towards it. Hmm. So you made the decision, which is step one, but step two is you actually took action behind it. You went and signed up and then you panicked because you're like, right. Oh my God, what I do now but, I got to solve this problem. Right now. Yeah, I mean, but now you've, you've like kicked over the first domino, right? You've made the decision. Now it starts flowing and it's almost, do you think you, that your mind almost regulated itself and said, okay, I'm going to do it now. Now I feel the pressure because I know I'm going to do it to make sure I don't die. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, and and I will say, um, not just taking action, but but now that I'm thinking about it again, it's it's there was it was this emotional component. Like I was tied to it, um, I was committed. There was a real commitment, it, and that's even before there was skin in the game. There was money on the line. It was this emotional commitment. Like I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to die trying type thing. So then, so then was it one of those things where you're, you were almost projecting yourself to when you're going to pass, realizing that the clock is ticking and saying, now's the time. Either I'm going to, you know, do it and get off the pot and try it, or I'm not going to ever talk about it again and I'm going to be a quitter and not have done it. Exactly. Okay. And I think Love it. She was a that no return. It was a threshold. I think that was more painful. You know, if we talk about the why regret. people, well, no, and why people do things. So, so they either do it to pursue pleasure or avoid pain. Right. That knowing in my head, I'm labeling <clears throat> myself some sort of 
uh, quitter and I can never think about it again type thing. Obviously, that's just a story and I could have probably changed that and I know I could have now, but, but I was, again, I was committed to that. And I guess what I'm saying is that was such a painful thought. It pushed me to this unknown uh, goal. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, because because I've got a similar story. I was working in the corporate world, and I was thirty five. Also, it's kind of a coincidence mm. there. And I, I now you're only thirty six. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this was this was this was eight years ago now, and <laughs> it was the case where I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur and work for myself, but I'd always worked for somebody else in the corporate world, and um, it, it was when my Sister-in-law, unfortunately, passed away after a two-and-a-half-year battle with cancer, oh. my wife's twin sister. And oh. that was it, it was it was at that point I was like, either I'm going to do it now and become an entrepreneur, I'm going to stop dreaming about it. it. There was a decision point. And emotionally, I think it was same thing as you, like, hmm. I'm going to commit and do it. Hmm. And I still remember leaving and going and talking to my boss. I actually left church and went to talk to him. And I was the most nervous I've ever been. Even asking girls out couldn't pay because it was right. like it was a decision point for my whole life. Right. Right there. So I, I had the freak out before I did it. It sounds like you had it after you made the decision. But we both had a freak out yeah. point. Where yeah. you kind of like freak out. So how did you get through the freak out point? Where you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I think uh I think at that point it became problem solving. Like Okay, now you know. Shit, I gotta, I gotta buy a board, and, right. and I'm on Craigslist. I'm not gonna buy a brand new one. These things are a couple grand. I may not even like it. I don't know. So I buy a used one for twelve hundred bucks or something. Um, and then I'm like, can I paddle? And then I get it out into the bay, which is not even, you know, the Catalina Classic is across That's the ocean. The ocean. Yeah. So I get it on the bay, <clears throat> and the thing is so narrow. Anyways, I take two strokes and I fall off. I can't balance it. It's it's 14 inches wide Whoa, and and it's just super sensitive. And so I fall off, I fall off again. And then I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've signed up. I bought a board and I can't even paddle <laughs> 10 freaking feet. Like what, what kind of loser are you? Miles, yeah. But, but <clears throat> I just kept it. It's just very different than paddling a surfboard. Obviously, ultimately, I got it. The reason we're talking about this in this context, in this episode, is is how to get unstuck. Setting a goal like this creates massive, massive pressure, a big, big goal that you're committed to. Positive pressure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, positive pressure. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know what I love with, with what you just said too, Martin, is you made the big decision, which really wasn't it was just it was just one decision. Right. It may might have had bigger content. It was I'm gonna do you it just like when it. I did it. That was and then after that it was so for me it was okay now how do I leave the job? Right. How do I tell my boss? Right. What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? And you did okay, what, what kind of board do I get? You know, so we so you go into problem solving mode, but you have to do that commit first. Right. And and I think that's an excellent point because it it a lot of the um paralysis is through the over analysis. Yes. People sometimes think they have to have all those answers. And so nothing happens. If I, you know, it's classic. It's like the benefit of not overthinking something is I worked myself up, probably a stupid decision, signed up, did it. 
But boom, the fruits of this um, are still being life changing. Uh, felt. I mean, the, the podcast exists, the book exists, the pressure paradox exists, the blog exists. I I just got you know an email yesterday. Uh, I get these occasionally. It's the type of thing I'll show it to you, but it's just like, you know, this is changing my life. So fantastic, very humbling, but none of this would be here if I didn't have that talk with myself that one day yeah. and well, make and that then, decision. It like really is a leap of faith when you do that. When you make a decision, you're stepping <clears throat> off a cliff and you don't know what's going to happen. I think it's the unknown that scares people. It's like, am I going to get eaten by a shark? Am I not going to survive? Am I going to be able to do it? Am I going to look like, like a fool? I, you like you a have fool? to have yeah. an escort boat. They don't let you do this without an escort boat. I didn't. I didn't know anybody with a boat. I didn't know who would spend a day plus another day on the island with me. But those are problems we just kind of solved along the way. So the craziest thing about this listener is. I honestly didn't even know really we were going to talk about that. I wanted to talk about my plumbing story. So can we talk about that? <laughs> yes. All right. So the the net result is I think we end up in the same place. And I just blogged about this. My daughter's sink over the holidays uh, was completely stuck. Stuck. It was not flowing. And... So I'm, I'm besides being a little upset, I realize okay, all I got to do is take off this U joint. By the way, I'm no handyman. I take off this U joint, thinking it's her like coffee facials or whatever, and it'll be simple. I'll take it off. It'll be a mess. I'll clean it out, put it back on. I take it off, put it back on. And it's still not draining because I'd rented the place. Somehow, magically, there's a snake in the garage. So, so I get the snake and I'm trying to put it up there and I'm cranking it and it's just not working. So the snake doesn't work. So then Henry, I go knock on my neighbor's door and Bill happens to have a different type of snake. It's a little smaller. And and so I'm working that thing. I'm fighting with that thing for a half hour. I'm fighting with this thing. All totaled, I'm invested probably a couple hours. Nothing's working. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. And I'm thinking this is going to be expensive. So, I return the snake to my buddy Bill and uh, say, appreciate it. Thank you. And he says, hey, I got this. I, it just occurred to me, he says, but I got this crazy thing. It's like a pipe buster or clog buster. Um, and again, I blogged about it so you can get the links and all the info on the product. But <clears throat> he says, if you can run a hose to the sink and you attach this clog buster thing, it's, it's like this rubber end that fills up with water until the, the pressure becomes so intense. It's like a mini fire hose. So the key is first you got to get it in the pipe, which was not that easy. I run the hose. I finally get it in the pipe. I turn it on. <clears throat> miracle. I mean, total miracle, Henry. It's it's better than new. <laughs> so so I return it to Bill. I tell him he's a genius. The 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 pipe the clog buster works. And then I'm walking away and I'm thinking. 
what was it, what was the force that helped the sink get unstuck? Right. Yeah, that's exactly what the was question. It? Well, it was the pressure. Bingo. It was the pressure. It was the pressure. Yep. yep. See, habit is a force. Pressure is a force. These are like supernatural forces. They've been around forever. And they, in large part, influence and affect our behavior. So what I walked away thinking is, wow, how much is that sink like a person who's, and I, I hope it's not too much of a reach, but the, their lives are stuck in, in injecting pressure, setting a big goal will help them, just like the pipe buster, get unstuck. Right. And get back in the flow. Get back in the flow. Yeah. Outstanding. I love it. I mean, you know what's so neat about that is, is it's self-applied pressure. Because I think sometimes if your life is going too far down a dead-end That's road, right. you get pressure applied from the outside, whether it be financial pressure or spousal pressure, that kind of thing. It's like, but if you can choose it on your own... And you can make that first initial decision on something that scares you, you're fearful of, man, it just starts flowing from there. You are freaking brilliant. So, so, I mean, honestly, you're brilliant. So outside pressure, yeah, it's depressing. You feel like you're stuck. You're not in control. Inside pressure, do you know what the definition of equilibrium, like the scientific definition is? I do not. So it's the equal offset of pressures. So you got this out, yeah, you got this outside pressure, which is beating you down. It's not a lack of pressure. It's It's not a lack of pressure. But what do people naturally do, Henry? They avoid pressure. Not any fault of their own, but they don't, nobody's taught, nobody's, there's no pressure 101 class in school. No, there should be. With a value of pressure. So, what I'm getting at is <clears throat> that actually you would think some people are listening say, F that. I don't want more pressure. I want less pressure. But what you said was brilliant because that's outside pressure, inside pressure, setting your own goals, controlling your own fate is an equal offset. Then you have equilibrium. Then you have things like peace of mind. You have balance. Everybody has this elusive chase for work-life balance, right? Equilibrium. First of all, it's that's a whole other. Well, we'll talk about the, but but it's not a static moment. Balance. It's it's kind of this end result. You're always oscillating. So I'm not saying, you know, set big goal after big goal after big goal and beat yourself down. But if you're feeling stuck. A little pressure or a lot of pressure may just be the antidote. I think that's a great antidote. I think that's why I think this is a life-changing one that we're doing because if you are stuck in some area of your life, if you do go out and set a big goal, and when I say big, something that it should make your stomach kind of go, eh, oh, like butterflies. You're like, you're like, know. holy. So, I mean, so I'm like thinking for me, it's a marathon. Yeah. Cause I don't want to get eaten by a shark. That would, that would freak me out. But it's like, I mean, for me, yeah, something that scares you. That's how you know it's big. a good goal. So it's like, yeah, a big goal for me would be doing something like that. So, so as you sit here listening, what would be a big goal for you? You know, and, and that's the question right. to ask yourself. Right, right, What's right. something that's going to scare you? What was it? Wasn't it Eleanor, Ro- Eleanor Roosevelt, I think said, 
do whatever it is that, that you scares have. you or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever that is that you are fearful of or scared of. Right. And that's exactly what we're talking about here, which I think is huge. All right. Well, we beat it in the ground. We covered some things I never expected, including probably the Catalina Classic and equilibrium and pressure. And well, Getting we wanted unstuck. to we wanted to talk about pressure, the value of positive pressure. Henry, that was brilliant. Great. Thank you so much for coming Thank into you, the buddy. studio. This is a great one. You are a rock star. I'm gonna go ahead and make sure I got this saved. All right. See ya. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.